We're the Tone Deaf Hippies. I'm Salama Wagner, and today I have a special co-host. Hi, I'm Ceci. Um, I've been a friend of Salama's for a very long time. <laughs> Since we were 11 or 12? Uh, sixth yeah, grade. I, yeah, sixth, sixth grade. grade. Yeah, so I would say maybe, yeah, 11 or 12. Wow. Yes. Oh but, but we're not going to say how old we are now. I know. No, no, no. So, but many, many years. Because we're <laughs> 11 or 12 around there. Um, and also, do you want to tell them what you were a part of? <laughs> a very, very, very famous and exclusive band. I was uh, the second member, the, the very talented <laughs> bass player of School Dictionary. <laughs> oh, my yeah. goodness. With a K. Yes. Oh, yes. School with a K. With a K. And you know what? Um. We were we talked about this in, in our last episode. School Dictionary is the band <laughs> that Sandra and I came up with, um, in yeah in sixth grade. No, or, no, we no, no, no. We were already we in were, high school. Yeah, it was our freshman year of high school. Oh and yeah, and we were on Morningside already. That's we right. We decided that we wanted to be cool and start a band. Uh huh. And we saved up our money to get our own instruments. Oh yes, we did. Um, and then we just, we needed a name, and I remember just Do looking. you want to say why? How we I came remember up with this we name? were in class, and we were just looking around, and all of a sudden, Salama turns around, and she's like, school dictionary! And, and then there we go. And I then, was just telling Derek the story, like, two days ago, because he's like, why school dictionary? Like, what's the difference between a school dictionary and a regular dictionary? Because that's what was on the shelf, Derek. See? There you go. That's what was on the shelf when the we were making the story behind the music. Decision. This is behind the music, guys. <laughs> um, and then we would spell it S K O O L because we wanted to be cool, of course. It was D I K uh huh T I O N A R. Oh my God, you still even remember? Yeah, because I remember. We, I, I'm like picturing it. I would write it with the, the K because we were trying to come course. up with yes the it, K was was backwards. Backwards. <laughs> it was backwards it was backwards uh-huh and of course the L didn't look like a, a regular L no. you know so that. and didn't we have like some checkers somewhere in the logo because we were trying to come up with a logo yeah, or something right yeah I just would write it everywhere yeah oh yeah it was all we over our notebooks and everything the next big thing. you know what we were if it wasn't for my parents always being like uh no that's too much electricity <laughs> all the time <laughs> You know, Latino parents are always like, don't use that, you're using electricity. Or don't yeah, for me, that, it was just know? I never had the patience to actually sit there and learn how to play the bass. Right. right. But, we would know. mess around with it, though. We I did. remember when we would go, because when I would sleep over your house and we already had it, I would take it over right. and we would just sit there. And, and then, then I would invite them. my cousin over sometimes, too, and we would mm-hmm. jam with her. Cause I, so I we did actually kind of try a little bit, we I try. think. We tried. I think for a while, well, you and I got our... our you got the guitar and I got the bass mm-hmm. on our own. And then my brother, Leo, was so excited that I was showed such an interesting Yeah, music. I remember he did get really excited. He went and he bought me an app the same day. Mm-hmm. I remember. The same day. Um, I even have a picture of you holding your uh-huh. bass on the floor of your of your of room. room with Doggy. Remember Doggy? Oh, well, of course you remember. That's your Doggy. That's her Doggy. <laughs> and, his, and its name was Doggy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, we're really good with coming up with original names. Doggy. <laughs> you know, my dog named Doggy and our band named School Dictionary. Yeah, very creative. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think it, it, it had to do with, um, I remember that I had just started working. Uh, so I, I must have been, yeah, I just had just turned 15. I was working at Daniel's Jewelers, like, 
telemarketing and I saved up all like all my money and bought the guitar from actually a co-worker one of my co-workers there and um, I remember with my my boss at Daniel's Jewelers, he was obsessed with the Ramones. Mm -hmm. And so then he introduced me to the Ramones and then told me about the Donnas. And I remember we wanted to be like the Donnas. Yeah. We were obsessed with the Donnas. I remember we would watch like Drive Me Crazy yeah. because of the electric cues. That was your favorite was, movie. Yeah. Yes. We went to the theater to And watch we talked it. about that last and then, episode yeah, too. And yes. then they brought yeah. me right back because you, you right. didn't mention that. And I remember we went, we actually went to go watch that movie I want to say because you were obsessed with Britney Spears and she mm -hmm. sang the, the theme crazy. song, basically. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then once we were there, we fell in love with, uh, with the Donnas. With the Donnas, yep. That's how Donnas. we figured and, out about the Donnas. That's how... That's and then we're like, this is it, we gotta start a band, we're gonna be the next. I always remember wanting to be to be in a punk band because I just thought that that was the most glamorous thing to do was it being was. a band. Right. But a punk band specifically because I didn't have to sing well. Oh. <laughs> I didn't have to have a good singing voice. Oh, gotcha. To be in a punk band. I just had to yell. Right. And you wash know. pits and, and whatnot. I mean, that so. that's still something I do to this day. But, um, but oh my the, the being being the singer of a punk band was my goal because I'm just like I get to be the front right. woman but I don't have to have have any to real sing. talent right I don't have to sing oh my goodness yeah, but I was wrong oh yeah <laughs> well you know maybe who knows now we would have been like retiring from school dictionary who right knows? about now you so. know that's the, the world had other plans right they weren't ready for us they like we said no but um oh my goodness but you know I I reached out to you and I was telling you when um when I was like you should be on the podcast and everything because I, I music is like a huge part of my life always has been every time I remember any kind of special memory in my life for anything with my dad with my mom this that it has a song attached mm -hmm. to it always and like even with you too and I have that with certain friends like this song with this or this that, and I remember just like Blink-182 brings me back with you uh you know like um all the ska bands were so into ska, remember? Mm -hmm. We were like really into ska. I think it was, yep. you know, because of No Doubt, but Definitely we were really into no ska. Um, and then, like, I, I feel like one of my biggest influences with music was my cousin Crystal, mm -hmm. um, who isn't necessarily from our neighborhood, so I feel mm -hmm. like she brought in a whole kind of new oh, side yeah. of interests for I me. Think so too. Um, and then, obviously, because you were close to me and I was close yeah. to Crystal, like, it kind it of. It trickled down, right. yeah. So, like, she got me really into Say Ferris, which was also uh -huh. another... Uh-huh, you got me into Say Ferris. Which was also another band that was very much um, influenced by movies because mm -hmm. of 10 Things I Hate About yes. You. Yes, yes. I feel like I feel like I really wanted to be Kat in that movie. You know, she was oh, that yes. angsty teen that oh, was into yes. poetry and That's such a great movie. fight, in, you know, for women's rights. And mm -hmm. she, she went to op uh, spoken word poetry oh, readings yeah. and, like, that's who I wanted to be, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like that's a big reason why, um, or not a big reason why, but like another thing that really influenced like our musical taste at that time, and it's oh, another yeah. another kind of cult classic at that time. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, and then there was also again, Say Ferris was in that movie, and mm -hmm. then um, Letters to Cleo. Letters to Cleo was oh, in yes. that movie. I still love that song. Yes. I so I feel like that was another uh, kind of movie that kind of influenced um, what we were into. Oh yes. 
and then that trickled into a little bit more of the harder kind of Scott Punk things. We started getting into Rancid and into Up Ivy. Like, um, and then more like no effects and, you know, yeah. a lot of punk. Yeah, I remember, um, uh, but yeah, I remember we used to watch all those, uh, girly movies and you're right. That is a lot of, a lot of the musical influences that we had at that time and stuff. Yeah, they did come either from the movies or from your siblings because you were lucky <laughs> enough to have older siblings yes. and I didn't, yeah. I'm the oldest. So I remember going over to your house, Cynthia, Cynthia's her sister, and poor thing, she probably hated <laughs> having us tag along to everything, remember, in yeah. her little, like, uh, little it wasn't a Jetta, it was a rabbit, it was a little, right? It was a little cabriolet, and we was a little red convertible car, and we, everybody thought it was the coolest thing, Oh yeah. my sister had a convertible oh, car. Oh, and we I would could, go get our eyebrows threaded. We'd go get our eyebrows done, <laughs> and like she was, she was and she would little... tell us about really cool. Because I remember all these bands, and she introduced us also to, um, oh my God, uh, that movie. Empire Records. Oh, remember Empire, Empire Records? Records. To this day, it's I still remember. We used to watch ever. Empire Records on Halloween. Do you remember that or no? I we would watch it on Halloween. I don't know why. To this day, on Halloween, I still watch it. Mm-hmm. And I was, you know, that you introduced me to um, to that movie, and also uh, I still listen to that soundtrack all the time. Uh, what was the other movie? Like, oh, the Roxbury. I remember we watched that for my 16th birthday. Remember we went to the video store. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think you're right because in we, you know, we grew up in, I know, video store. So kids, video stores are like, imagine if Netflix had a location. Right. (laughs) So that's what it is. And you would actually have to go, yeah, physically. Physical movies on a tape. Yes. And then if they didn't have it. Yeah. You were, you, you know, were, you had you to wait. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah, you, you had, had to, to wait till like, you had to wait till Saturday, really, really early when people are coming in from Friday, dropping them off, yeah. you know, or something like yeah, that. I but think a few times you would do that. You would go early. Oh yeah, you would plan, like, had a movie to. Weekend, and you would like, not, you like if not, you were like, yeah. uh, yeah, there's no we're more not, drive me crazy. Yeah, right. That one was always in stock. The ones, the movies we watch were always in stock anyway, so, yeah. But, um, but yeah, I think I, I agree with that. I think because uh, we grew up in Inglewood, and, and so we had, you know, the R&B of that time. We yeah. had, you know, and, and rap of that time. But with Crystal living, where did she live in? Long Beach? She grew up in Lakewood. Lakewood. I was like, I remember she grew up in So the the demographic per se yes. was a lot different. Different. So, so yeah. I came out of there learning about say Ferris and the Mighty Mighty Boston's and um, eventually AFI mm-hmm. and um, of course um, what did I say earlier? Operation Ivy and Rancid. Yeah. And um, I think like Rancid was pretty mainstream on on the radio. So like oh, I yeah. think that kind of brought us to that too. But. Um, I think I got a lot more into the thing a little later on, um, you know, Bad Religion mm-hmm. as well. Like harder stuff. Right. You know, we were graduating. We were right. growing up, you know. Um, but I think a lot of that influence came from Crystal, too, because, yeah. um, you know, like you said, my siblings 
God bless them. I they're all so different, you mm-hmm. know, and I have a lot of influence from all of them, um, including you do. You get the best of all the world, yeah, including Edson. You know, Edson, yeah. who's like my third yeah. brother, was very much into the Doors and like Led Zeppelin um, and Pink Floyd. So he taught me a lot more oh, of yeah. like the classic rock stuff. Um, when like Leo has spoon fed me the Beatles since birth. Oh yeah, I remember he was always talking about the Beatles. You know, so yeah. I learned the Beatles from him, and then he went through this like disco era. So I know the Beatles really? because of him, oh, I and I know Queen because of him. Oh. Um, and then of course my sister is a little bit more on the alternative stuff. Um, so I. Learned. I remember she introduced us to well to me the Cure. Oh yeah. Oh, and the Smiths. Robert Smith. Yes. And Morsi were plastered. On oh my yeah. So I, I shared a room with my sister for pretty much the first 18 years of my life, and mm-hmm. they, she ran out of room <laughs> for posters on her actual walls that we started putting them on the ceiling. Really? And I That's slept. So cool. I used to sleep on the top bunk. So literally, Robert Smith, if you know Robert Smith, is totally gone, <laughs> face painted. His face was literally on oh, yeah. top of my bed. Oh yeah, imagine that's a pretty up. face to wake up to. So, you know, that's oh. that's who I grew up. My sister dressed up like the crow for oh, Halloween. Oh, yeah. You know, so... I remember I dressed up like the crow once, too, for so Halloween. Oh, yes. These were the influences mm-hmm. that I had, you know. And then, of course, even my parents. Yeah. You know, my, my, my dad was really into Jimi Hendrix for some reason at some point. Really? <laughs> so, I learned about him. And then, like, you know, the, of course, the Spanish boleros mm-hmm. and, like, salsa and merengue were always playing around. Um when my mom was, you know... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm um, the same way. I, I I have a big, like, range of right. music. Whenever people tell me, like, oh, what kind of music do you like? Like, that is the hardest question for right. me to ask. For, like, me, for me, I always answer, like, well, at this moment, <laughs> I'm into this. Because for a while, like, and then, and then again, going back to, like, Leo. It's a mood. Like, Rock en Español. Yeah. Oh, Rock en Español. Yes. Stereo, Jaguares, all of that stuff was a really big influence from my brother, Leo. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that I'm... And I always tell them that too. Like my biggest, uh, my biggest influence from them, I think, is my music. Oh yeah. My music style. And That's then awesome though, because it's all over the place yeah. and it's a little bit of everything. I like it like that. That's how my musical taste is like that too. Mm-hmm. For my dad, you know, was like Kiss. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and, and oh yeah, and she, like I said, so since we have known each other since we were like 11 years old, you know, we know each other's families very well. Slept over each other's houses and everything. <laughs> So, uh, you know, they know, <laughs> she knows my crazy dad and and how he is but with see, kids your, and your stuff. Your dad so. wasn't crazy. Your dad was the sweetest guy ever, as far as I can He's remember. still so silly and <laughs> yes, sweet like that. Silly. And yes, definitely he would, silly. He would put up with our antics. And oh, yeah. When they I would take us to uh, to a Universal City Walk for walks and everything. Yeah. And see, that was the thing to do, too, like, when we were growing up. I remember in middle school and stuff, they would take us Friday night. Oh, we're going to go walk around at mm-hmm. Universal City Walk. And they always had music blaring, you right. know. Like, or the Third Street Promenade. Yeah, because they had, um, I remember they they had. Uh, oh, oh, the amphitheater God. was right there. Yeah, and, and they have the, I, what is that name of the, the bar? I'm trying to think of it. The, the House of Blues? Is it, or the Conga Room? It or? was the, it, it, well, One it of wasn't them. the Conga Room, but they had, they had a bar there. I think it was a B.B. King's because I remember going to shows there when I was like in my late TV Kings Blues Bar or something like that. Um, and it Is was that at what City it was? Walk. It was at City Walk. At City Walk. Oh, okay. Um, I thought it was like the and House they of Blues also had or something. No, like House of Blues was in um, Downtown Disney. Oh, okay. Maybe that's why I'm getting them mixed up. Okay. 
Yeah, so then once I got into my later teens is when I got into my own realm of like the Realm Mexican penalties. ska, ska punk, the really? local ska, the local ska scene, and I was. Going I had into no shows. idea that you were yeah. like into Mexican ska. Yeah, the local, the local ska scene, especially because we had our Arito, so we had Wild Soul, uh-huh, so we uh-huh. started working with a lot of bands in the area, Matamosca, Oh, okay. Resistencia um, we started working very closely with them, and so I would go to those shows. I was at a show every All the weekend, time, yeah. every weekend for at least two or three years, and of course my siblings again mm-hmm. <laughs> were the ones that would take me That's and pick awesome, me up because I yeah I didn't I didn't drive back then so um, yeah I that was kind of like my own like my kind of coming of age you oh know? yeah. And but that, that's awesome, you know, the, that you had older siblings that introduced you to the music, that uh, would take you to the show. And they were supportive, and right? Like and, like, because, of course, my parents didn't know what the hell, what the hell right. I was getting myself right. into. Right, as long as I was, As long as I was with my siblings, like, they didn't really, not that they didn't care, but they mm-hmm. knew that I was safe. Oh, yeah, you're safe. So as long as Rafa or Cynthia were dropping me off and picking me up, they're mm-hmm. like, okay, then yeah. whatever she's doing is fine. Yeah. Um, and yeah, oh, yeah I remember. Yeah, because know your, your siblings are going to be taking yeah. care of you. Even if you're at a show, you're not going to be, like, drinking or doing anything like that. We were really the two there for the show. Yes. <laughs> right? Yes, of course. <laughs> Nothing else. Um, but I do remember I do remember the first time that um, my brother came to a ska show with me. Or, like, because, again, we, we started working with the band. So, like, all of my siblings were there. So, mm-hmm. Rafa, Leo, and Cynthia were all there with their significant others mm-hmm. and um i don't know if you had ever been to the knitting factory but the knitting factory had like a balcony mm-hmm. um and that was one of the venues that the local bands would play at a lot and it was actually in hollywood so uh-huh. we all went and that was the first time they ever witnessed me going into a pit and what they say and, and i like, was i was very much into the rockabilly thing so mm-hmm. i had a big oh, flower yeah. in my hair oh yeah I always had a, a big old flower in my hair, and that's mm-hmm. how they kept an eye on me. They're like, follow the blue the flower, flower. Follow the <laughs> flower. So then, like, you know, they were just kind of watching me from the balcony because they had never really experienced, like, a pit before, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember to this day, Rafa's just like, oh, my God, I wanted to, like, jump off the balcony and go get her. Uh-huh. Next thing I know, I see the flower just pop back up. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I can't believe you were gutsy enough to get in there, though. I, I never did. Really? I still do, yeah. I never did. Well, I'm up not until, even like, lie. maybe, like, I two years it. ago because it's been, you know, over a year now since we've been to a show. But, like, my boyfriend and yeah. I still go to really? shows. Really? Wow. Regularly. I mean, I, I always thought it was cool, obviously, and everything, but... I just never got the guts to get it because they're yeah. rough sometimes. They are, there. they are, but they're I feel really like that rough. was that was my biggest. Um, I think that was one of my biggest turn ons about like the ska scene is that mm-hmm. it was kind of friendly, you know. Like, oh, okay. It's a circle pit. Ska. <laughs> so right. there's a trumpet. It's gotta be. <laughs> it, it, no, but I mean, it was just like the camaraderie of things, you know. Like okay. if you're in the scene, then you know that you're there for a good time and you're not there to start shit. You know, oh, that's so then there's people like my sister that can't be in the pit because she doesn't want to get pushed around because they yeah. just punch back. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like you have to have the right mindset. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So for me, it's just like okay, if I get pushed, like I know that that's on me because and I you're in for there it. anyway. Right. You're like, I'm in there to get pushed. I'm that's putting whole... myself at that yeah, risk, that's the whole right? Point. Right, exactly. So you can't mm-hmm. take it personal. Exactly. Yeah. You can't take it personal. Like I put myself in yeah. this position. So, but for the most part, it was a very a very friendly atmosphere. Like if I did fall someone would pick me up really or they oh. would like spread out so that you could get yourself back up like oh, nice. if someone lost a shoe which would happen <gasps> often, which would happen very often next thing you would know there would be somebody waving their shoe, their shoe around so that you can be like oh that's my shoe <laughs> oh i, I 
pants in your shoe. Right. Because you would just be in yeah, there standing in the moment, it up. And yeah, then right. next thing you know, it's like, oh, shit, there's my shoe. <laughs> and you're like halfway through the crowd already because right. it's a circle pit. Oh, yeah. And so you're just like looking around like, oh, I'll get, yeah. <laughs> I'll get him in the you next I'll get him in the next time like, I go. Yeah, so I, I feel like that was, yeah, that was a good wow. time in my life. And I mean, I still kind of participate as much as I can. Oh, that is, that's awesome, though. I Yeah, I, I mean, I, I love seeing the, the mosh pits and everything, but I... I don't think Never I would ever. No, no, not I don't even think now. I'm too, no, especially not now. Especially not now. Now we're old. Now we'll break bones. You know, this yeah. is what, that's a young just, man's I thing. Just get, so now what we do, or now what I do, is like the last few shows that I went to. Like there's like the main pit, and mm-hmm. then there's always kind of like little side pits that start. <laughs> so those are the smaller ones. So I just, I'm just still there. I'm just in the smaller pit because I still want to get. The energy and the feeling of being a circle pit, but like y'all are too aggressive, <laughs> and I'm I'm way too old to keep up with that energy oh. now. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah. No, it's I I definitely can't wait for um for Bella to be old enough to I want to take her to like the Roxy and yeah I mean um the- you know she's she's eleven and well she'll be twelve this year, and I remember my first concert um was at the Roxy. I went to go see Apex Theory. It was like some local band and mm-hmm. I got in there and I just thought it was the coolest thing ever. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I music is just it's it's a big part and it seems it's always been like that oh, with yeah. you too. I don't really out of all my friends the most musical friend I kind of have <laughs> is you. Like I really yeah. do a lot of the things even that I know of bands and everything I learned with you growing up together, you know, like that we birth that we both learned them at the same time, or something that you heard from Cynthia or Leo or Rafa, mm-hmm. and then you told me, you know, because you had the older siblings, I didn't, so I was yeah. just kind of learning from whatever we could, you know, whatever I heard, and um, I mean, but we were really into into Sky. Remember, um, you know, we were also going maybe this is before the Scott uh alternative I guess you would call it like right. like 182 you yeah, know yeah it's some more of the pop and uh yeah like um Green Day oh yeah <laughs> you want to tell us story about Lincoln oh my god <laughs> Lincoln Park Lincoln Park so oh my goodness Lincoln Park um holds a little special place in my heart because of this one very vivid memory that I have when we first started high school High school is a really big deal to Sulema. <laughs> Sulema had this whole idea and like game plan for uh-huh. high school, you know. She's I had like, it all planned out. She's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna become a different person in high school, mm-hmm. and she had like a set schedule of who she was gonna be. So like on Wednesdays, I'm gonna be God. Yup. Oh and yes. God, and then like on, on Tuesdays, I'm gonna be like like preppy and dress up. Yep. My and then, and then you know, on whatever other day she was gonna do whatever. So mm-hmm. she was so excited. She called me and she's like, "I just ordered some boots off a of hot topic for my emo day. For my yeah, emo for day. your like your like emo mm-hmm. goth like hardcore yeah, day with my trench coat. Yes, and everything. you know she was gonna step out of the matrix <laughs> <laughs> with the the pleather trench coat, and she she bought her first yeah, pair of platform <laughs> demonia boots. And she was so excited. She called me, and she's like, "I just got my boots." And she's like, "Hey, they they sent me the CD. They sent <laughs> no, me the it was a cassette. It was a cassette. It was a cassette. It was a two sided cassette. It was a two sided cassette. 
And she's like, yeah, it's this band called Lincoln Lincoln Park, but I think they misspelled it. Because <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't Lincoln like the president, right? It was yeah. Lincoln Park. Like Lincoln, like K-I-N. Little, little did we know that this was going to become oh, yeah. one of the biggest bands right? in like It was like nobody. Generation. It was a free tape that we got. And then I remember like listening to it with you mm. and thinking like, oh, this sucks. Yeah. Like, this yeah. is no Blink-182. Because we thought it was like, like rap with rock. Yeah, exactly. Remember when we're like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. But I liked it. I really liked it. Uh, the <laughs> one step closer. One, yeah. one step closer to the edge. Oh, did we ever get into Limp Bizkit? That was, oh, that's what it was, huh? No, um, what was the other song? Corn. I remember being corn. into Corn. Corn. I remember being into Corn mostly because there was a guy that had, that I liked that liked Corn, so... And so that's why you liked corn. <laughs> that was the reason why I looked. There into were a them. lot of guys that liked corn, yeah. like when we were growing up. Yeah. Uh, and Iron Maiden, I remember corn and Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden. Oh, and just, Tool. Is oh Tool. Tool was corn, definitely Iron a big Maiden one for tool. our for our generation. Yeah. Iron Maiden, I think, is just kind of like a classic. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm a metalhead now. So. Yeah. Because <laughs> we all kind of went through phases, but that's so funny. You do remember? Yes, I would. And to this day, my favorite holiday still is always Halloween because you could be a different person. <laughs> now I'm too old to do that. Like, oh, on this day I'm gonna do this. Oh, but you were so excited. You oh, yes. You had this plan set oh, out, yes. and I could. Obviously, we I were on the phone. Days. We were on the phone, and obviously back then there was no um, no FaceTime. Oh or anything, yeah, no. But, we would actually have to call each other on landline. But I would remember. I I feel like I could picture you like with a notebook in mm-hmm. front of you, saying like Wednesdays I'm gonna do yep. this, and Thursdays I'm gonna do that, and I'm gonna wear heels to school on Friday. Yep, I had my clueless days. Those yep. were my clueless days when I would bring in my Starbucks, my little Starbucks. Oh my god. Drink. Oh yes. I remember though I was I tell Derek and and Bella this all the time when I was going through my uh my matrix phase with my trench coat I don't know if I if I ever told you this at the time uh so you might not even know this story I don't even know if I've told like a lot of people about it at the time or anything but so I had my trench coat uh-huh. and I had the boots uh-huh. and so okay guys ninth grade I went to Morningside I didn't transfer to Hawthorne until 10th grade so this is at Morningside, and Morningside had stairs. They had a few classes with stairs, and it was a very rainy day. You guys know where I'm going with this? So um, I was going to class. Thankfully, I was running late to class, so nobody was out. Everyone's in class, thank God. But uh, I was going up the stairs, and then I forgot something, so I was going to try to go back down to go get it, or either... I don't even remember either in the previous class or the bathroom or something. And uh, I was trying to hurry, obviously, and it's been raining and everything. Caught, <laughs> got caught in my trench coat with my big old coat and just all the way down. Like, all the way down. No, no one was with me, but I probably told you about it. Probably. But I remember I just like looked around and I was like, okay, thank God no one is here. Like, it was during class and just. <laughs> wipe myself off and just kept going but yeah I definitely remember that oh my goodness I'm, I'm pretty just, sure like, yeah, such pretty a sure I remember you. And, yeah exactly that's yes. what I was gonna say I'm just like it's such a class as as cool as you wanted to be because you oh, yeah. out you were not the most graceful no. person no <laughs> and I not even like close true to this day. Not even, oh I still am <laughs> yes Still am. Very, I am the clutziest person ever. and goofy, but that's what we love about you. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, I, I got to bring something to the table. <laughs> I'm the 
<laughs> the goofy like weirdo one that has an identity crisis apparently yeah we all love her <laughs> she's just you know, a little off you know but but i think that's a big reason why we got her yeah i think so i think weirdos find other weirdos yep. and you know my, I, my mom has the saying um Spanish is, Dios los hace, ellos se juntan. Oh, see? Yeah. yeah. She always tells me that. So no, like, That's God, true. God creates them, and then and they then find, they find each, each other, other. Yeah. And I haven't been able to prove her wrong. I agree, because I, it's, you do, you know, your friends always kind of have to be, you're not, like, going to be friends with a completely different person. No. It's not going to make, you, there's always has to be you know, some kind of something similar, or that's, you know, something common or whatever. Mm -hmm. But most likely, they have a lot of similar traits and everything yeah, and with us a lot of commonalities you know oh yeah i mean i remember sleeping over at your house and and being in our jammies already i remember i had like this gray sweatsuit oh God, <laughs> and we would do grease lightning in your that. room like, yeah because you looked like the characters yeah because we had like that. the bangs and the hair and i had you know the chucks Yep. We would always wear chucks. Because that was, that was, that was, cool. in, that yeah. was our thing, you know, that, that was, was part of our identity at that the point. Chucks. And they couldn't be clean. Oh, no, no, no. You had to get them dirty. You had to, if not, they were, yeah. like, not cool. Right. And you had to draw something on it. Yeah. I had checkers on mine. Yeah, and I think I, I wrote, we wrote messages on each other's, like, Oh, shoes. yeah, it's a, like, it didn't say sushi. Yeah, and... you, like, you put, like, sushi love Sandra on mine, and then, like, oh, I wrote something on yours. Yeah. I think I put, like, sushi stinks or something on oh, yours. I don't know. I remember, yeah, but they had oh. to be dirty and right, and you know. And then, like, do you remember, um, do you remember Alicia? As she, well, her and I switched. Um, she had like Sounds familiar, but I mean, she I had like remember. printed um, shoelaces. Mm -hmm. So we traded a shoelace. So like she had a pair oh, of different a colors of hers, and then a shoelace of mine. So like we had matching shoelaces because we were like switching. I don't know. Uh huh. Sense. Yeah. yeah. No, that's cool. Yeah. I remember we used to do Where's... stuff with like designs with the shoelaces too, Some like with mm -hmm. the key rings. Remember oh, yes. we used to do the key rings and just. Uh, kind of yeah. threaded through. Yes, and then like make oh, little yes. like, little squares and chuckles. Oh, yes. Yeah. You know, this is this is awesome. And and we're, we're kind of talking about this in this um, this program because it's more like, I guess I'm going to call it like the 90s nostalgic episode or something yeah. because, um, you know, I have a, an 11-year-old, almost 12 uh, here, and she is, a lot of things that she does or, or faces in her life right now kind of remind me of that and it brings me back to that yes that's a really good you time know, in our lives it is you know and and uh um, and i feel really i feel really lucky that we can say that because i don't feel like that's the consensus across the board you know i feel so. like i feel like a lot of people that like i talk to or that like i just you know hear or whatever like their their preteen to teenage years mm -hmm. were kind of miserable because that's when um, they were kind of going through all those changes and I feel like for me, that was one of the best times. I loved it. That was yeah. the best times in my life because, I don't know, maybe it's just because I embraced who I was and, like, I found people that were just as weird as I was. I don't, um, but maybe we were, I mean, I get what you're saying. It's it's hard growing up and, and the yeah. growing pains and all that, but for the most part, we were always really happy yeah. and, like, you know, going out and, yeah, we used to, every weekend we're going out somewhere, either yeah. to somebody's house. And I think that a lot of it had to, do, had to do with our families being so similar mm -hmm. as well, you know, yeah. because, um, you know, it's like, we say, yeah, we were going out all the time, but we were always with our parents. So oh, like, yeah. Either you were yeah. with me and my parents, or I was with yeah. you and your parents, 
Um, so I think that like the family values had a lot to do with that as well. Mm-hmm. And the fact that our parents embraced who we wanted to be. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't really ever stop us yeah. or ever call us like, oh, don't be a weirdo how we would remember we would like yeah, dress they, up rockabilly they when didn't we'd think go that out you to were places. Weird trying to be and we're like, tricks or anything <laughs> like that. You know. They're like, don't bring that girl around yeah, here. My, my mom had no problem tricks. with your, you know, your, your bright trick. red hair and mm-hmm. this and that. Oh my goodness. No, and I any, still haven't changed look. Yeah, so. No. I'm like, I just got lazy, that's why I'm done. <laughs> but you know what? I, I tell Bella that all the time, like, when I'm an old lady, I want to be kind of like Betsy Johnson. Like, oh, yeah. Like, Super eccentric. Like, yeah, just very, like, I want to be that old lady mm-hmm. that's going to have gray hair with purple highlights, you know, Absolutely. or that's, or that's hot pink highlights. Yeah, your hair. <laughs> exactly. And I'm like, yes, no, I don't right. have to do that part. Yeah. But it feels, it's funny, when I don't do stuff like this, I don't feel like myself. Right. It's so weird to right. say that, but um, like for the whole year with the pandemic, I hadn't dyed my hair or anything too. It was like literally my natural hair color already. I hadn't dyed to here. As soon as they opened up the barbershops and everything, I went to cut it. And then last week I dyed it teal. I And I felt like myself again. Mm-hmm. It was weird. I feel like myself more like this. Yeah, than, like even now, like my shoes have holes in them. And, <laughs> and that's, us that's how we feel comfortable you know and um and there's you know every style for everything and and sometimes I feel like okay well maybe I'm I'm in my 30s now and I'm a mom maybe I shouldn't be or listening to the same kind of music as my daughter or dressing like my daughter but I feel like you're 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 a cool mom I'm not a regular mom I'm a cool mom mom. (laughs) like I mean girls right right oh my god yes um but it's I feel like me when yeah. I do it, you know, if I don't, then I wouldn't and, feel like And me. to be honest, as a person who doesn't have a, a child of my own, mm-hmm. but like, I feel like that's a really good example to set for your dog, you know, to be yeah. like, accepting, to be yourself. yeah, exactly, to yeah. be accepting of yourself, and yeah. like, I think that if she wasn't into the same thing that you were into when mm-hmm. you were working, like, you would accept it, like, if she oh, was, yeah. if she was strictly into K-pop, you would mm-hmm. totally support that. And there are some things that she... She has her own little, well, of course, she has her own personality, her mm-hmm. own taste, her own, like, she's really into jewelry, really, really girly with that. And I get my girly from makeup mm-hmm. and doing my hair. It's different. I'm not really into, like, jewelry. It kind of clutters me, and I don't really get it all that yeah. well. And then, yeah, I'm not good with the jewelry part and accessorizing, but she is. And it's her, you know, right. that's her. That's, so I, I, yeah, I, I like that then. I'm good that I'm putting I, yeah, that example I, in, in her head. Like, you got to be yourself. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't see anything that, I mean, personally, that mm-hmm. I've seen you put any negative um, influence into her. Yeah. You know, if anything, you're teaching her to be herself yeah. and to be accepting of who she is and to find the confidence in that, which mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of um, kids don't have that support from parents sometimes because their parents want them to be, to be kind something. of straight and narrow yeah. and follow a certain path. Yeah. Um, which and then hinders her happiness. Yeah, so. and that's that. Yeah, it. I wouldn't want her to not feel like herself mm-hmm. either. Like just how I'm saying it right now. That mm-hmm. if I was walking around in pencil skirts with you know like button down shirts and trying to be a mom, I wouldn't feel like myself. I right. would feel like I'm trying to pretend a part of a mom, like a right. you know like, like what a mom a part, would be. Right. Yeah, it would feel like I was trying to be like fake a step for or life something. Or something. Yeah. Right. I don't feel 
like comfortable in it mm -hmm. in the clothes or in the in the vibe or anything like that so i wouldn't want to put yeah. that on her either so i yeah, see I so much that. of you in her too you know? yeah like in her music or, or how she acts or the mm -hmm. some of the stuff that she's into you know like she's really into dancing and, and tiktok she's obsessed with tiktok <laughs> and everything and um uh she she's actually she plays around with makeup sometimes and her eyeliner is like super straight i'm serious <laughs> like on point yeah, i'm like wow sure. you know so i'm like okay i see you you got some stuff like me that's you cool know? but then other things she's like allergic to books it's like why how, how are you my child right like really for sure. you know it's oh yeah we're book book worms for mm -hmm. sure I remember I couldn't wait for like the st the scholastic. Uh, like, wait, wait, were we sale? in the library and not? When like, weren't we in the library? That's what I'm thinking. I think we were in the library when we came up with school dictionary. I thought it was homeroom. Was it homeroom? In I my head, I I remember it as homeroom. It was I think. Maybe. But maybe we're at the library. Who who knows? We did hang out at the public library. A lot. One. I still yeah. know. <laughs> and still so like Inglewood always one, two, there. Would drop us off at the uh -huh. library. Uh, but okay, but. So, uh, <laughs> so getting back to what I was trying to say is, so now we're we're going to talk about like what the kids are are listening to now, you know, as tweens and teens, you know. So, uh, like Bella is really into Billie Eilish, and and I say Bella is really <laughs> into Billie Eilish because it's not okay for a woman in her third. No, I'm just kidding. No, it's <laughs> but. No, I'm not going to lie. I love Billie Eilish. I love, I love her too. voice. It's so I love beautiful. Her voice. I love what she stands for. I love how creative she is. I love that she's pretty much self-made. Mm -hmm. um, I love how humble she still is. I love that. She's so down she's to so earth. Humble, like, she still lives in her childhood home. Girl, like, I want to be money. her friend so bad. I do too, actually. I was like, we should go by her neighborhood and like bump into <laughs> okay, her. Okay, yeah, no, that's a little stalkerish, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> But, like, like, okay, it, so... What, okay, do you know where she lives? Because I'm trying to remember my she head. She in Highland Park. Highland Park, there you go. She I was grew up in Highland Park. Here. I mean, personally, I think that she no longer lives there. She just hasn't said anything because she has had... I thought... Did you see the, the show, uh, uh, Life's Blur... Uh, Her documentary? Blurring? Yeah, the documentary. Yeah, but I also feel like... Because she's still there in the show. But it was two years ago, right? right. They, they recorded right. that over the course ago. of two or three years, oh, and so, so I don't think that there. currently she's still living with her parents. Oh, gotcha. I think she may have gotten her own space by now, mm -hmm. but I also feel like she had not announced it. She has had some Stalkers. stalker situation. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, which is really sad because she's, you know, yeah. she, um, and she's she super accomplished so for, for that, that age, which again, I admire. So I'm just like, <laughs> I be like At the same time, up. though, like, did you, did you not get sad when you watched the documentary? Because I'm not going to lie, I got sad. I'm not going to lie. I like, mean, I was sad for her. Right. I got because, sad for her because I feel like she missed out on a lot of, like, the things that we were talking we're about earlier. we were just talking about, yeah, going you know? to the mall and being silly mm -hmm. and all that. Yeah, and hers is, she seemed really stressed. She seemed, she really yeah, seemed exactly. in pain with her leg and everything right. and her ankle. And she was, she, remember there's a part she was like, all I hear all day is Billy this, Billy that, Billy this, Billy, like, it yeah. must get exhausting. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Just, Billy this, Billy that, And then all she day. was, what, like, 16 when that was happening. Exactly. So I can't imagine, a, a kid, like, yeah. I can't imagine what she felt at yeah. that point. And, like, I think it's very admirable because she still pushed through because she knew that it was going to be worth it for her in the end. You know, but I feel like I kind of um, sympathize with her in that sense because I feel like she has that kind of people-pleaser trait mm -hmm. where she wanted to make 
her label happy and her parents who are mm-hmm. her managers happy um but she was kind of sacrificing her own happiness and she's been very open about the depression that she's gone through yeah you could tell like you could see it you that could see it she's you know, depressed but she it's depressed. understandable like how you said absolutely and I think it's like when you're um, when you have a talent, you kind of have to decide either am I gonna use this talent, but I'm gonna have to suffer it for that talent, you know, mm-hmm. for t- me to get that talent out to the world and everything. She has to give up being, you know. Yeah, like I, I think and she mentioned it. A normal life. I think she mentioned to, it in the documentary where she's like, you know, I grew up thinking that I was gonna work at Trader Joe's or she was gonna work like at uh, McDonald's, a, a McDonald's or like a movie right. theater. I think she said, you know. Um, right. She's like, that was my goal, is yeah. for my first job to be a cashier at Trader Joe's yeah. because, like, that's where I saw myself, and, yeah. like, look at her now. And obviously, she's super talented and super accomplished, and, like, I'm personally very grateful that she pushed through all that, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it's just, like, it must have she been... She gave up a lot, yeah. must have been very difficult for her to be 16, 17 years yeah. old and have been so much in the guy. And I think and a lot of people like, forget that, you know, you just see the fame of it and because of reality shows or this and that, you know, with keeping up with the Kardashians. Bella, to them, their generation, they think being a, a Instagram influencer, influencer is like the biggest thing on the face of the earth. Yeah. Not being a doctor or being a, a lawyer, it's being an influencer like that is the biggest thing in the world hey, low-key i kind of wish i could do that too you know we i think yeah we all do you know i'm you over know? here trying to start my music tea influencer the one that, I'm, that I, my own hashtag that i was uh you know, messing like around I, with i want to but i want to get paid to post selfies but, but not but not only that i'm saying but they see only the glamour side absolutely. of it they don't see yes. the side that there's creepy stalkers, you know, that are people going to really think that right. they know you and that they're your friends just because they can reach you on Instagram. Right. And then they feel comfortable enough to try to come up to you or, or this or that, yeah. you know. And um, so you have to give up a lot of a normal life and, and, mm-hmm. and they don't see that part of it, you know. Like, yeah. to them, it's just like they're famous. Everybody knows them. They have all this money. Yeah, and I think that it's kind of selfish um, on a fan's point of view, too, to be like, oh, well, you chose this life. Like, you Mm want to put your life out there and you want to do this and you want to do that. Like, I don't think that that's fair. Mm -mm. Because, like, going back to Billy, for example, like, she didn't ask for the responsibility that came. She just wanted to make music. She just wanted to make music and Mm -hmm. she wanted to be creative. You know, and I don't think she really grasped the idea of how big she was gonna how, get exactly how big she yeah. was gonna get how fast it came oh yeah and so all the fast, responsibility that came with it you mm-hmm. know like and she felt she felt personally I, I feel like she felt personally responsible mm-hmm. for making her fans happy and label happy like that's a lot of pressure for us um, and, and there's a lot of girls you know uh that have spoken like i remember lady gaga has spoken oh, yeah. out about it you know that the depression just gets so bad oh, yeah. that there's days that she would say like there was days that i wanted to kill myself because it was like so so like hectic all day of people just yelling my name all day and this and that and and stress of, and just like something as simple as going to get dinner you know you have to take selfies and sign you know autographs yeah. and everything you can't just have people, dinner people don't respect your boundaries they anymore, don't you know? they just think you're like your whole existence is to entertain it's, it's to entertain them that's you know? it so yeah it's like oh well you chose to be a, right a singer or whatever. right it's like, and it's like well they are still to entitled to have a life right they're still a person entitled to have some you know a, a quiet dinner with their significant other or their family yeah. or whatever and not get 
bombarded with like whether or not they're a quote unquote celebrity like they mm-hmm. still deserve respect oh yeah yeah and so I think a lot of them don't a lot of the kids nowadays they don't see that they just yeah. see like the glamorous side of it the reality to, uh, show of it the what what cars you're you're driving or what kind of oh living my best life this and that yeah but there's a lot of things that come to, with that you mm-hmm. know that then you get depressed because you can't have a normal life or etc you know yeah so yeah I think she is um she's really good at like trying to handle it gracefully and everything yeah. she and seems really down to earth she does she does seem really super humble and really down to earth and like she does feel very a bit of mm-hmm. the accolades that she's gotten and the accomplishments she's mm-hmm. had um, and I feel she's like close to her family. She's very close, like, and that's another thing that I super admire. Yeah, like her so and her cute. brother have been. They're like best friends. They on. are. That's so cute. Yeah. And like, and again, I can relate to that. And even with her, her mom and dad, they seem really close right. too. You know, right? So. You know, I feel like that's a, that plays a really big part mm-hmm. in not just her success, but like her well-being. And it's gonna keep her grounded. I think. absolutely. I think it's keep her grounded. Absolutely. Like, I feel like as as she's growing up mm-hmm. pretty much in the limelight like it's uh, a really good um influence to have mm-hmm. her parents and her brother be yeah, literally side really by side good, with her yeah. i think that that's a good kind of influence too for maybe her fans to know that your family is important your family a really good support system um i feel like you know her and her brother have a few years between them or whatever um, four years right i think so three or four years yeah um because she's what 19 her brother's like his or, or like mm-hmm. 24 25 i think so yeah um, so I feel like a lot of siblings grow up kind of clashing and mm-hmm. not getting along versus them who get along so well oh, yeah. and work together and really kind of wouldn't exist without one another. Like mm-hmm. I kind of like, you know, and I, I feel like that's kind of how I grew up. Like she's my best friend. Oh yeah. You my sister's yeah. my absolute best friend yeah. and my brothers are there whenever I need them. Yeah. No questions asked, you know, and I feel like that was a really big influence with me and how I grew up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's very obvious with Billy as well, mm. you know, so I think that it's a good example. It's a good example for girls, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. The girls that are listening to her. Like, I'd rather Bella listen to Billie Eilish than Cardi B, Yeah, you know? Yeah. And she likes Cardi B, too, and there's some songs I don't let her, obviously, like, WAP, you know, but there's some <laughs> songs I don't let her yeah. listen to. And, um, but, but it's not just like the music that she's singing or how she's dancing on stage, you know, Cardi, I'm talking about Cardi B, not Billy right right now, uh, but how she presents herself, it's, you know, the girls that are listening to her are young and impressionable and that's what they're seeing and they're just seeing that you have money because of that, of how you're acting. And it, it, you know, and that goes back to like our generation of like Britney Spears. Yeah. And even Selena. Yeah. You know, even Selena. But they like, weren't as was... bad as Gordy B, I think. We well, had some, yeah, Selena's okay. like, she was a queen. Tejana right. queen, like but very think, elegant. But think about it then, for her to come out in a bustier, which was oh, literally yeah. just Back her bra then, with, like, some, with some rhinestones on it, like that was a big thing. Busti caca. Exactly. <laughs> you know, like that mm-hmm. was a really big deal back then. Uh-huh. And I feel like in some way or another, like, Selena kind of paved the way for the Yeah, now I guess you're right. Yeah, you know? like, it's getting more, like, whatever was risque back then, it's, like, it's nothing not, you know? compared like, to now. Remember when Britney Spears but... came out with the little Thai oh, yeah. schoolgirl thing, the, you know? Yeah. And, like, that was a really big That's thing. True. And, like, Cardi B, as controversial as she is, like, I actually really admire her mm. for, again, 
being true to herself. No, that she is. She is very true to herself. I she's, yeah. She's true to herself. She speaks her mind, and I feel like she does have a lot of good value. And I do l like her music myself and everything. Right. I just I'm just saying that I have the problem with because okay yes she shouldn't censor herself you're right she is what she is but then at the same time also kind of acknowledge that some of your fans or some of the girls you know that you are that are following you and look up to you are you know this young and, and are like this and and so you're you are kind of setting an example you know yeah absolutely. they all kind of kind of are you when you become a celebrity you are some sort of role model Absolutely. some sort of or at least to some girls or you know that's like a responsibility that they don't exactly really think about exactly you know? so i get it i get it like i feel like maybe because i'm not a mom myself mm -hmm. i don't think about not that i don't think about it that way no but yeah i get but what you're saying um, but you know i feel like mm -hmm. you know as a woman I, I do admire her in that sense no i get that that i do yes She's super, super true to herself, and she uh, speaks her mind, and that's something. Really and she never like regrets what she's like. I no. was a stripper, and this, and that. Right. And she owns it, and, she and that's good. You know, it. there's nothing wrong with being a stripper. She's making money, and this, and that. And at the end of the day, she's, it, you know. she's self-made, and I feel yeah. like that's something that, um, as women, we still kind of mm -hmm. like, you know. Um, but yeah, I feel like again that goes back to parenting, you know. So yeah. If you have a problem with your child listening to that, but then in the sense again going mm. back to how we grew up, like yeah, there's something a little true. punk rock about that. That's true. There's yeah. something no, a little I punk rock about do, that and because I, you're I like rebelling against it. Mm -hmm. You know. And then I, I don't want her to listen to it, but I like it, so I'm gonna listen to it. But it's not so much that it's just some of the stuff like like when Wap Wap came out or whatever, I was like, Oh my god, like I <laughs> you're not allowed to listen to that song, you know, and and things like that. Yeah. Um, you know, the other one that's uh the one that's like in Spanish, uh the God, it was like a remake and she does it with someone and it's on the top. Like that? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. That one. Exactly. Like that one's fine. You mm -hmm. know, things like that. Um, those are fine and she can listen to them mm -hmm. and and there are, you know, when she's um like she was showing me some pictures of with Cardi B with the baby and things like that with her mm -hmm. daughter. She's like, Look, mom, Cardi B with her daughter and things like that. Mm -hmm. So I, I get that and that and that's fine and things like that. But then there's other things like when I saw um what was it? Was it the Oscars? Was the Grammys? I think it was the Grammys, right? The show that just passed yeah, that by was the Grammys. Grammys. When she oh, did February. the really risque uh, show and like on the floor oh, and yeah. everything, like stuff like that. That's when I'm like, maybe that shouldn't be on TV and on the Oscars, you know, like Grammys. keep yeah. or the Grammys. I mean, yeah. you know, keep that for when you do your private shows. That's what I mean. Yeah. And so with Billy, she seems a little bit more like wholesome and. In that sense, I mean, yeah, yeah. she's, she's into God, she curses all the time, but that's fine, you know, but she's very wholesome in the, in the sense that she seems grounded, humble, like you mm -hmm, said, mm -hmm. close to her family, seems really kind, generally kind. Yeah, stuff, so, so now I'm really curious to see how it is as she's becoming more of an adult, mm -hmm. you know, because I feel like she's evolving. been a little bit, yeah, she's evolving mm -hmm. and she's being a little bit more open about, like, tattoos and getting piercings, mm -hmm. but she's still very reserved. Um, but I feel like maybe one of these days she's gonna have like a resurgence, like when Britney said, you know, oh, you know, Britney uh -huh, did her, uh -huh. her I'm not a, I'm not a little girl anymore little That's phase, true. you know, because Britney grew up in also the in the yeah. she was part of the Mickey Mouse Club and then mm -hmm. became this, you know, kind of sex icon out of nowhere. Um, but I feel like 
Billy's gonna do that eventually. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't see. Oh, yeah. I feel like I feel like Billy's gonna be. She has this very long career ahead of her, mm-hmm. but I don't see her wearing the Great. baggy pants. Well, she's starting already with the blonde hair, yeah. and now it's more sophisticated. I don't see her wearing know. the baggy pants uh-huh. and oversized sweatshirts into her twenties no. and thirties. No, you no, know, no. like she's gonna have to mature eventually. Um, and even then, I saw her do an interview where she's just like, you know, lately I've really into high heat. Really? Yeah. And, but you know, maybe that's just her personal thing. Mm-hmm. Like that's not something she's ready to showcase because she knows the responsibility that comes with her fan base mm-hmm. sexualizing her and yeah. making it a big deal when it's really like it's a just... teenage girl is into high heels, which is totally normal. Yeah. But because she's Billy and she yeah, has this persona that she's created, thing. it's gonna be a big. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Even when she was, I remember uh, they were talking about putting such a big emphasis on, and I was thinking something as simple as changing your hair. Right. Like, cause she was talking about how, uh, it. She was talking about how, like, um, since her hair's blonde now, and everyone's like, oh, it was out of nowhere, just boom. And she's like, no, I was wearing a wig, mm-hmm. you know, for the last few mm-hmm. weeks because they were bleaching my hair. Yeah, it's a process. So, and it's like, yeah. And, and I was thinking, like, something as simple, like, that's sad. And it's sad to hear that, that something as simple as a girl, a teenage girl changing her, wanting to change her hair color. Was going to be And it's thing, like yeah. the biggest thing in yeah, the she world. Broke the internet. Yeah, because of her hair. It's like, yeah. so I get that she must have, like, these. You know, just pressure all day, every yeah, day, you absolutely. know, just not being normal. Who you're dating, what hair color you have, yeah. what style you're into that week or whatever, yeah. you know. Um, so it's constantly under a microscope yeah. on any little absolutely. thing. But, but she is very talented. Her brother, too, with oh, composing yeah. and her with, with singing. And even his own musical career, out of his own music, too. I haven't heard any of his stuff by himself. Does he sing, too? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, he has okay. he, he released an album, I believe, last year. He released a couple singles. I don't listen to it. Last Does year. Does he have a nice voice too? Oh yeah. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. But um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, like for example, to um, the songs are evolving too. Like they both are growing up and evolving mm-hmm. musically. I think because, like for example, compared uh, bad guy to compared. Like, my favorite song is uh, Bellyache. Mm-hmm. I really like that. I love that song. Oh, my <laughs> God. I can play it on repeat. Yeah. And it's just, it sounds so different to me compared to, like, you yeah, know, Bellyache Bad Guy or something. Yeah, because Bellyache is one of her older songs, right? And yeah. And Bad Guy, feels like a little bit more produced. Yeah. I like a lot more of her, like, mellow stuff. Um, like, I like, um... Zanny? When I was older. Oh. Um, Zanny, I like Zanny. Zanny I like, too. But, like, when I was older, I like, I like, ate a lot. Um... Uh, come out and play is one of my favorites. Oh, that's funny. So yeah. I like a lot of her very mellow stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I put I play when I can't sleep sometimes. Yeah, it's no, so relaxing, like, so for, relaxing. For for the majority of nineteen, like I was listening to Billy Day. Yeah. Every day, mm-hmm. and that's like when my like obsession started kind of mm-hmm. growing because I'm, um, and like yeah. it became because like I remember hearing Bad Guy on the radio and thinking like, what is this? Like I wasn't, mm-hmm. it didn't really hit my my, I guess... It didn't catch you right away. Right. It was just like, okay, this is something different. And it grew on me. But you know what happened is, like, she grew on me. Mm-hmm. I started, Same like... Same with me, too. I started, um, kind of, like, I think I saw, like, an interview with her, and I kind of liked her personality. And then I kind of went into, like, this deep dive of, like, other interviews about her. Mm-hmm. 
and I started like learning I'm like more that about too. Like her. I start when right. I like someone, then I start like going it down a rabbit like hole. Black hole. Yeah, a rabbit hole. Like just you this know, link like, and this and this and mm-hmm. then and then you know like everything about them. Exactly. You're like, oh. And so yeah. then I just kind of liked her mm-hmm. as a person. Yeah. And as an Same artist. Thing, yeah. And then next thing I know, I'm listening to her music every day, nonstop. Yeah. Um, and that's what I was like, oh shit, like, okay, I'm a fan. Yeah. I'm a fan. Same with me. And I remember even, like, waking up and being like, oh my god, I think I traveled with Billie Eilish and we were friends. <laughs> oh my and god. I was so happy that day, because I'm like, I, 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 Billie Eilish was my friend Aww. in my dream. And I'm just like, then I sit there and I think about it, I'm like, I'm, I'm in my 30s. I'm like obsessed with this teenage girl. So, I don't know. Oh yeah, like with with me, she kind of grew on me too. Yeah. And then just uh, out of the blue, I mean, I I did like Bad Guy right away as soon as I heard it because it was everywhere, you mm-hmm. know. So it was like, oh, this is catchy. But I didn't really even know who sang it or anything. I knew the song, but then Bella was really into it, and then I feel <laughs> bad because then I'm like. You know how, like, when you're a kid and you're like, oh, I don't listen to, like, things my parents listen to, and then I'm like, maybe I made her uncool for her, because I listen to her now, <laughs> so maybe that's not cool, but she actually likes that, that we both like it. Oh, that's cool. So, she'll, we'll be in the kitchen or something, um, you know, uh, cleaning up, and then she'll be like, mom, put some Billie Eilish, and, yeah. and so we, we bond over that, girl. you know, and, um. So I like it. I, I I think I even like it more because of that too. Like it's our bond. bond. Right. Yeah. So it's like our thing. Like, cause I, I, I gotta get her into the Donnas. I know. I do. I <laughs> Bring do. Bring it full circle. Bring it back. I get do. her into the Donnas. Well, you know she 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 likes uh Queen actually mm-hmm. is one of her favorite bands. She likes Kiss and everything. So she kind of gets a lot of Derek's musical taste there and my go. musical taste and everything. So she even likes Bad Bunny too oh, because yeah. of Fabian and and, <laughs> and his fiance. So it's she's all over the place right. too. So awesome. Oh, loves Dolly Parton. Oh, oh Dolly's awesome. with Dolly Parton, like me, she's always like, "When are we gonna go to Dollywood?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wanna go. Let's I know, go. right? Let's take a trip, all Let's of us. Do a girls trip. Ha, huh, Dollywood girls trip. Oh, that would be so perfect. Perfect. <laughs> But oh, oh my God! I had such a blast doing this. I, it was I, a lot of fun. I think yes, and I think it was awesome because we could see how like what time frame we you know like what was going on in our time frame and what kind of music and everything and comparable to what's going on now and yeah and we still love it <laughs> so we do we do but, now I feel and like you gotta come back and do other <laughs> episodes with me because this this was amazing yeah. and fun we and we're gonna we'll have her on some other time you'll see not just going off on a tangent we'll be yes. more organized on it yes but this was just kind of a fun nostalgic kind of 90s and I feel like it was Billy Eilish. Yes, just, we, we should do just one on Billy. Just Billy Eilish. Really, we could talk about right. Billy forever. Right. Um, but no, I feel like um, it was nice to just reminisce with you, and also I like was. I am um, very proud of you for doing oh, your podcast. Thank you. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> um, and I feel like you know this is kind of full circle. You know, so. I think so too. Huh? So continue doing you, girl. I'm proud of you. Thank you. That thank was probably you. A very loud clap. <laughs> and thank you, guys. Uh, um, you know, check in soon. We're gonna be doing uh, our next episode probably on like reggaeton and uh, merengue, and then to what it is now. Like, well, I should have said merengue and then reggaeton and then like right. now trap music. Oh, you know. Okay. So, since everyone's all bad bunny crazy right now with the tickets and stuff, you know, everyone's sad bunny. Oh, so. That's another one um, that grew on me. 
I know, me too. Me oh. too. At first I was like, oh no, nothing went yes. bad by me. And then I was like, ooh, with mm-hmm. the perreo sola. Girl, my song. That's, that's my boo now. Uh, yes. As soon as I see it, like, I hear that song and it's like, I forget I'm a mom and I'm over there, like, dropping it like it's hot or something. Like, I mean, I can like, drop it like it's warm. <laughs> right? You know, well, we could drop it, but we can't. We can't pick, pick it, it back, back up. up. Nope. Nope. It's different now. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Thanks we'll for see. having me. Bye.